0: Get
1: up, man? get it. let get Show. Oh my it's the God. podcast yeah. when the boys came right through <laughs> It's showtime. No it ain't gonna be wrong, but if you need a laugh, it's guaranteed to be something to get ready and get set to experience
0: a fun you'll never forget. With a little bit of ribbing, a little bit of skipping. Let's get it. Let's splash. Let's get it. Let's get it put it in the i This a so celebration of friends that get it out freely. This SOS, like the silly. Do what you love, love what you do. Guys, you
1: know.
2: so we are Evan and Kevin. Uh, welcome to the Ribbon and Skipping Show. Live yeah. podcast of <laughs> Let's uh, let's get that. Let's get that intro music
1: going, Luke. Let's penetrate oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> let your
2: soul, guys. Let us penetrate. Imagery, 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 imagery. What are we seeing here, the Brad? What are we seeing? What kind of imagery are we seeing with that song? I don't see anything. <laughs> let's hit that song one more time. <laughs>
1: Right. Imagery, what are we seeing? Wow, oh, it's got to be good. do close your eyes.
2: Are you feeling it? A little bit more? Anybody got some imagery? What are we seeing? Are we seeing? Uh, convertible. Class.
1: Convertible. There it is, right there. That's the answer, guys. First
2: try. That's what we're so impressive about. Yeah. Well guys, uh, uh, you know, we like to, uh, up top, you know, we like to uh, celebrate uh, a little bit of friendship right up top. Okay? You guys, uh, are you aware of uh, the concept of rules? You guys understand that? we got some rules we want to live by in this room tonight. Uh, First up top, this show is a celebration. Of friendship, all right?
3: Do you feel it? Yeah. yeah. True.
1: It turns turn, turn into anger. You're
2: comfortable. it just a little physical contact, guys. Give your name. A little physical contact
4: right now. Shake their hands.
2: I mean, how do we feel, guys? You know, maybe squeeze the knee. You Make know, peace be with you. You know, respectful, but also you know, willing to go a little farther. You know, just for the joke. <laughs> yeah. Respectful still. Uh, secondly, guys, uh, uh, freedom. You know what I mean? Very portable. You guys ever, uh, you know, metaphorically get on the back of a bald eagle? <laughs> <laughs> Has anybody ever tried that?
1: Yes. I'll
2: tell you what, sometimes you get up there, man, you feel the wind. It'll start coursing through your hair. and, and just, you, like you, you get, yeah, just like a convertible. Yeah, just see? And <laughs> at that time, you may feel a little bit of fear. You know, you might look down and you say, oh God, I'm on top of a, a damn eagle right now. <laughs> you know? And then the eagle gets scared. and I don't know if you've ever been in the back of a scared bald eagle. Bad combo. Not good times at all. So guys, when you're up there celebrating that freedom, I want you to just embrace it. You know what I mean? Don't look down. Are we going to look down tonight, guys?
1: No. no. I, just get
2: going. I don't want to say it one more time. Are we going to look down tonight, guys? Yeah. No. 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 You just look down, bro. You just. No. But see, this is a good friend. will tell you. Say, you're looking down right now. You gotta look up especially if you're too, you're two on the back of a bald eagle. Do you see how we're already celebrating friendship, guys? We're talking about it, it feels good, warmth, you know. Hey, uh, I- I'm not buying it. Well,
5: uh, excuse me, sir. I'm. Uh, I don't uh know. You guys like. Uh, you guys have this whole uh, freedom and uh, friendship thing going on, and uh, I don't know. You guys like really seeing in your own heads and like subconscious and all that.
4: I mean, I don't. I mean, I feel like we're, I feel pretty free. I mean, it's like one thing to
2: have
6: rules, and it's another thing to like live.
2: It, you know? <laughs> <laughs> we're not looking down, I mean. I mean, is there anything specific that you're seeing? I mean, I
5: just, you talking about being positive and open-minded, you guys like, you know, it's like, ah, I'm in my head, and I don't, I'm afraid of what everyone thinks about me, and stuff like that.
2: You know what that is right there? That's a good friend.
5: <laughs> That's a great friend right there. Calling
1: you out in your bullshit, bro? <laughs> Thank you.
2: Anyway, just want just, you guys to be more positive. Uh, you can just, just, come, just come in, gotta give me a hug. Right, right, man, it's just Hello. very important. Ben. Guys, let's give it up for Ben. <laughs> willing to share, you know, some positivity, you know, with people? It's a beautiful thing. It brings me right next to the, the you know, one of the next rules we we got here, which is uh, get it out. You know what I mean? Just get it out. Just get it out. A lot of times we're always sitting back and going, oh man, I'm going to do it someday. I'm going to be that shoe merchant I've always wanted to be. (laughs) You know? But you never go out and buy the shoes. You know what I mean? (laughs) You gotta gotta get it out! You know what I mean? We put this podcast out. This isn't a promise to anybody that this is going to be the best uh, Durham podcast. But we're going to get it out. You got to get the (laughs) Wednesday night live podcast out. Yeah uh also slightly organized silly (laughs) right slightly organized guys a little bit of organization me and we had like what a 20-minute conversation we we met
7: twice and talked about
2: 20 minutes we got to get it organized (laughs) i bought costumes you know what i mean i'm gonna wear a hat that i would never wear (laughs) (laughs) for the celebration (laughs) you know uh i mean what else we got we got Organizational. We got pop filters. Color oh, pop. Oh, there we it. go. That's right. another celebration right there. We got uh, do and what you love, loving what you do, guys. I mean, come on. Does anybody disagree with that? If you do, shout it out. I love to hear you. Come on, I dare you. Anybody got a problem with that? <laughs> Nobody. Do you all want to do what you love, and do you want to love what you do? Yeah. Let's
7: make the decision tonight
2: to do that. Am I wrong? You're right. Man. I appreciate it. <laughs> You're so not in the wrong right now. Well, you know, I practice. I practice a lot. And, uh, you know, practice makes permanent. Not always perfect, this is an important tip. If you practice shittily, you will be great at being shitty. <laughs> <laughs> I guess got a gust of wind of the freedom right there. Oh, <laughs> uh, there's so many distractions, but not don't here, here. look down, don't, don't look down, bro, don't look down, don't look down at all. Evan, I mean, uh, how do you feel about this show tonight so far? I,
4: mean, I feel so good. good. We we have, we have the rules out there. We yeah. understand them. Uh, yeah, we're pr- we're at a level of freedom. I don't think we're getting more free than this right now.
2: Do you guys feel like you have a full 360 degree view of freedom right now? <laughs> that's that's, 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 that's
4: Let's keep it going, shall we? Let's keep the freedom free, free, guys. We got a bunch of funny comics here tonight, guys. Some of the freest, some of the funniest. On stage this guy, he's no exception to that. Give it up. Isaac Hirsch clap it out!
5: Hi, I'm Isaac. Uh, I used to work at a Starbucks. That was cool. I worked with a guy named Will, and you know how there's like a tone of voice you use when you're doing like a a euphemism or like some innuendo? Well, Will would use that tone of voice all the time, but without the innuendo, and it was really jarring. He'd be like, hey man, I gotta go to the bathroom. He'd be like, well, you only have two minutes left on your break, so I hope you're not planning on, you know, taking a shit. I was like, that's not what that tone of voice is for. <laughs> You're supposed to say, like, making a deposit or something. You're not supposed to just come out and say it. Also, there are customers here. You really can not <laughs> be like, how was your date last night? Did you, uh, fucker? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I got the, I understood the wink, man. <laughs> how, how are you, my supervisor? <laughs> uh, I live in South Central Los Angeles, the place for rap music. Also, fine, it's also fine. Uh, But I used to work with this guy named Will, that's the same guy, but he said a lot of funny stuff, so he gets two jokes. (laughs) Uh, And he took me aside when he found out I was moving to South Central. I was like, here's what you gotta do when you move to South Central. You gotta find the gang that controls the territory you live in and make friends with them. And I was like, "What? what do you want me to do? Just walk up to a group of guys on the street and be like, hey guys, I'm new here, Crips for Life. H-C-O-G, Lot. I don't know what that means, but I saw it on a wall in my neighborhood, so I assume it's important. But Will's like, no, nah, man, when I lived in New York, I made friends with these guys. I didn't even realize they were a gang for two months. And then one day I was like, hey, are you guys a gang? And they were like, yeah, we're the Latin kings. He's like, oh, that makes a lot of sense. And silly it took him that long, but at the same time, got a lot of respect for him because you know how cool you have to be to accidentally make friends with a gang. I couldn't on purpose make friends with a gang. No matter how many tattoos I get, I'm never gonna be a Latin king. But somehow, no, it got to a point where it's like, all right, next week we're having a barbecue, Latin kings only, and will. <laughs> that guys, all right. Uh, he brings this potato salad. That shit is dope. <laughs> Uh, Here's something you wouldn't guess looking at me. In high school, I was both prom king and homecoming king and that shouldn't have happened. (laughs) And that seems like a mistake. (laughs) Like on some level, I recognized that people were voting for me ironically. What a dumb thing to ironically do. They didn't dump pig's blood on me. They put a crown on my head and I had a very nice time. (laughs) I'm sure some girls were dancing with me ironically, but it wasn't like I had an ironic boner. (laughs) I would have been finally getting ironically laid, but no one wanted to take the joke that far. Uh, they are all like, that's too mean, we've picked on this guy enough. I was I was actually bullied in high school too. I got put in a locker one time. I wasn't shoved in a locker. What happened was this guy was like, hey man, I bet you won't fit in my locker. And I was like, no, I can probably fit in there. And I climbed in and he shot me and He was like, wow, you really can't fit in there. Ah shit, this isn't my locker. And he walked away. And I was stuck in there, and that's way worse than getting shoved into a locker. I got tripped into a locker, you guys. It's, <laughs> that's much more embarrassing. Another time I was in gym class, this guy was picking on me over we in ninth grade. He goes, hey, have you ever even had sex? And I was six years away from having sex. So I was like, have you? He's like, yeah, and I didn't know we were allowed to do that in ninth grade, so I had no comebacks. The best thing I could come up with was, yeah? Well, I bet you have AIDS. And he kicked my ass, and I deserved it. But I just like that my brain went there like, oh, you've had sex one time? Well, then I bet you have the only STD I've ever heard of. (laughs) (laughs) Boom. Got him. There he goes. I like basketball. I play basketball a lot. Uh, I have a rule, though, I only play with guys who are 30 and older, because if nothing else I know they're not going to dunk on me. <laughs> that is my primary objective when playing basketball, is to not be dunked on. It's being dunked on, it's the worst experience. I don't know if you've ever been dunked on, but it's uh, its like Donald Trump being elected. <laughs> it's bad. It's uh... <laughs> I've been dunked on once. I was in my college gym, and some actual college basketball players showed up, and they were running the court. I got stuck in a one-on-one fast break with this guy. He goes up, he just dumps it on my face. I have both my hands up, and I stagger backwards, and I just keep going out of the gym, and I don't come back. That's the only way. There's no other way. I come staggering out of the gym. My college girlfriend was outside. She's just like, "We're done." I'm like, "I understand. I get it." <laughs> I don't know what I thought was gonna happen, too. I weigh 120 pounds, I could've just blown on him and it would've had the same effect. I could've just been like, ah, I tried, sorry guys. We'll get him next time, we got it. Uh, I'm an extra, that's what I do for money, an extra in TV and movies, very easy job. One downside is that Hollywood will tell you exactly what you look like and it does not care about your feelings at all. Like recently I was cast in the, the part of uh, Awkward Kid on Bus which means that some casting director was like, I need some awkward kids for this bus, and he pulled up my photo, and was like, God, there he is. That's the guy. It's brutal. I'm going to get a call next week that's just like, uh, yeah, on Monday, we got you playing gay-ass nerd. (laughs) (laughs) I'm
1: going
5: to show up there and be like, wow, you look like a fucking dipweed. You're perfect. You're great. (laughs) Keep that that shirt on. That joke always works, is I own no good shirts. <laughs> Those of you at home, I'm wearing a green Hawaiian shirt right now. Uh, I uh, I wasn't sure if I was gonna talk about the election, but I, I'll say one thing, which is that I was working yesterday, I was on a call where it was like, we were being paid money to watch a concert. Uh, and when I found out that Donald Trump has been, had been elected president, I was listening to the band Trapped do a sound check. And it was the least enjoyable moment of my life. <laughs> it was two terrible things happening. And also it made me a huge liar because all the times I had said in my life, you couldn't pay me to watch Trapped, were lies. I did. I did, uh, I uh, I. People, they, they talk to me sometimes and they say, hey, you're really brave for doing stand-up i'm so afraid of doing stand-up i could never do stand-up and i go well you may be afraid of doing stand-up but i'm afraid of talking to people normally and i'd much rather be afraid of doing stand-up <laughs> like sure i'm up here right now but before the show i just stood near groups of people for an hour not saying anything <laughs> just like hey can i be part of this conversation cool <laughs> the solution is obvious i just got to start approaching conversations as if they were stand-up going to groups of people being like, hey, how are we doing tonight? Thanks for supporting Live Conversation. conversation. You guys like unicycles? I don't like unicycles. I think unicycles are dumb because I read that the unicycle was invented after the bicycle, which means that somebody had to look at a bicycle and be like, no, this doesn't fall down enough. Am I right? (laughs) Okay, I'm going to go talk to other people at this funeral now. (laughs) Sorry, Doug, (laughs) dad. Here's another thing you wouldn't guess looking at me, I like funk music. Funk music is one of my favorite genres of music, which is weird because it looks like my favorite genre of music is like, math. Uh, But I like funk music. One thing I like about funk music is that funk music, the lyrics don't matter at all. You can say whatever you want, it's cool. Like one of my favorite funk songs is called Tell Me That I'm Dreaming. And there's a line and Tell Me That I'm Dreaming that goes, A man likes milk, now he owns a million cows. And then a deep voice comes in and goes, Can you imagine all that milk? <laughs> Guys, that's great songwriting. That's a you're not gonna get any credit. That's amazing. So, other songs are about being in love or having your heart broken, and funk songs just want you to imagine a lot of milk. Like the writer <laughs> the writer of that song sat down and was like, Man, what's the most milk I can think of? And then a the guy pops his head and like, a million milk, and that was how the song was written. I chose that one for the podcast, you guys. want to do that? I chose that joke for the podcast. Uh, well, I, I had a friend visit me last month uh, from Portland, Oregon. And the first night he was here, was about 7 p.m. He goes, hey, i got to go to bed. I'm, uh, I'm still jet lagged. I was like, Portland and L.A. are in the same time zone. And he was like, yeah, I know. And it turns out he just thought the act of getting on a plane makes you tired, and that's what jet lag is. <laughs> it's like, There's something about being in the sky where you're like, Well, I'm way too close to the moon right now, time for bed. (laughs) It's dumb. It's dumb, but I get it because it's one of those things. It's one of those things you believe as a kid, and then no one corrects you when you go into adulthood believing this thing, and then one day it comes out and you look really stupid, right? They're like little time bombs waiting to go off and make us look dumb. Like the best example I have of this, until I was in high school, I thought the word horizontal was pronounced horizontal. And then one day in high school math class I stood up and said well the vertical is five and the horizontal is seven and everyone started laughing at me I was like just kidding the horizontal is not seven (laughs) it's something else well that's it for me
1: (laughs)
7: God damn, we got a lot of microphones here, guys. This segment, I'm Fred McCoy, and this segment is what we call talking real. Now, little campus. you your Respect, res- respects, too. Have you been to Gorman, California?
1: Yeah, Good, good time.
7: Now, now this segment is called Talking Real, and unfortunately, the world we live in today, sometimes we have to preface. Does anybody have a problem with talking real? No. <laughs> Well, me and Keister here didn't give a shit either way. <laughs> I'm here, I'm a guest here at Talking Rio. This is Keister Hammage. Keister, how are you doing today? Man, I'm doing pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> sucks,
1: man, I'll tell you
7: that. This happened sometime when I first start talking. <laughs> <laughs> the room, you know? People are used to this real talk. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'd like to keep it 100. And <laughs> <laughs> That's how it really it. It's a strong number. you got to do it. It's very important. It is. It's a strong number. Now, Keith's trying to These are some sad times if we can, yeah, if we can talk real i mean please if the government's not going to come here and stop us from talking real well, i'm not in america i'll tell you <laughs> yeah, so,
1: right.
7: we, we got our rights we're going to be what t now <laughs> even men get <did> sad well shut <laughs> <church man. laughs> <do> up <you> <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you get real sad, you know, and uh, what, what do you do when you get sad? Well, you know, I uh, you know I tend to do about a hundred acres of olive trees. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, I you, what I like to do is I like to go out in the field, I put on the AM radio and I go out, i start to suckering some trees, you know. They they're, they're suckering. Maybe a will a tree down, there you get a pair of <laughs> you a tree, you get your, yourself a pair of suckering shoes, <laughs> You go out there and you start suckering down, man. I tell oh, you, is this some kind of French stuff, or is this? <laughs> oh, I said, you got to tell, the. I'm not familiar with it. I mean, there's the trees. They try to come up, man. They try to kind <laughs> of little tiny ass suckers, you know, come up out from oh, okay, the okay, you know, okay. like the olive tree, try to. You, you got to pull the suckers out. You got to pull right? those suckers out, man. You got to sucker them down. No they sucker them down. <laughs> just like in life, you know, guys, sometimes uh, you get a little tiny olive tree trying to come up. You know, trying to take over life. You know, and you just got to gotta sucker them down. You know, and I'll get out there, and I'll find peace with the universe and whatnot. And, you know, it's, uh, it's pretty good. You know, out there, uh, I think a great idea sometimes. Like my new perfume, I don't know if you've heard about this. Perfume? Well, I mean, you know it's perfume, but it's a, uh, you know, it's a, it's a skunk in a bag. It's good. skunk in the you, you ever you ever skunk. Is it, is it a live skunk in a bag I or I tell you, One time, man, I, uh, I had some scared up of a skunk, and, I, and it it got all over me, and I done cleaned up a little bit with a tomato juice and whatnot, and it worked all over on right here. And these ladies, man, these ladies, they love us for sure, man. Oh, yeah. So what i do is I put a skunk into a bear. I go wrestle up the skunk a little bit, you know.
4: <laughs>
7: Get a skunk a little bit. So I to oh,
4: guys, take notes on this kind of this kind of stuff.
7: Man, I'm going to squirt it on my neck a little bit. The ladies go bark. There's a skunk in a bag. You can't find <laughs> Can't find that kind of stuff
4: at walmart all right this is the real
7: we got an exclusive deal for skunking them back tonight and uh, if you're interested hit me up on my private line 552-484-6542 take this down <laughs> <laughs> if you want to smell like a real man how a real man smells take it down keister i'm happy to have you
4: i'm happy you're talking real keister any any just real wisdom. I mean you're out there, you're sucking all all trees. any real wisdom you could impart to the
7: Well, you gotta be, take care of your old little suckers in your life. I don't know if you guys got some suckers. You guys ever be a little sucker in your life? You gotta sucker them down. I've got one or two, yeah. You gotta sucker them down. And just like in life, you know, when that happens, you gotta do it. You know, I'll tell you what, you gotta be a great friend. You know, you get out there, you suck them down, so that all tree can go real real good. <laughs> oh Keister's voice gets kind of tired sometimes <laughs> You'll you keep it 100 Keister you, you to keep it 100 you. man I'll tell you It gets rough out there in the streets People don't know who he is You be one person one second And other person another second Who's this guy and i say be yourself
4: keep it 100 <laughs> <laughs> Great words to live by Keister Hammonds you guys Thank you for having me
7: We're keeping this celebration I'm to go coming to the stage. Very funny
0: comedian. Give it up for Logan Gunn. Somebody clap it up. Yeah. Hello. Uh, just because it's a podcast so people can't see, uh, one of the characters is wearing a hat that said Gorman, California. <laughs> Which <laughs> Gorman's like the butthole of California, I think, I'm pretty <laughs> sure. That might be Barstow, though, actually, now you know, that I think I'm really starting off hot just talking about obscure towns. <laughs> uh, uh, I am, um, I have a, a fun day job. I am the assistant teacher in a second grade classroom at an Orthodox Jewish school for girls. And they hired me because I was, quote, Jewish enough, (laughs) how I got the job. Um, And it's a really interesting group of people to work with, uh, already noticing cultural differences. Like my students asked me, how old are you? And I said, I'm 26. And I said, you're not married? I said, no, I'm not married. And one of them was like, my mommy got married when she was 18. Another one was like, my mommy got married when she was 20. And I was like, well, your mommies think that the Bible happened. I'm going to lose my job super soon. Especially right now, uh, really, really religious Jews uh, all voted for Donald Trump because they think he's going to save Israel. Um, and one student came up to me yesterday and she was like, you know, if Hillary wins, she's going to kill all the Jews. And I was like, "Yep, yeah, probably not. She, was like, she said it in a speech. I was like, you're in second grade. Why are your parents saying stuff like this? <laughs> <laughs> Sitting their kids down, just being like, you know that Hillary, Shalom. She's gonna, I don't know, I just thought if I said it. It's weird to me because a lot <laughs> of Jews, a lot of Jews are, are very Democrat. My mom is a Jew, she's a Democrat. And every election, she doesn't really pay that much attention. She always votes for either the person with the Jewish last name or the woman. That's what she's done <laughs> her whole life. And when we had the Democratic primary, she called me, she was like, Logan, had a really hard time. <laughs> I went in there I saw Bernie Sanders, Jew, Hillary Clinton woman. I was in there for two hours. So. <laughs> Eventually she picked Bernie Sanders because, and I quote, he looks like my dead grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> so many people emailed my mom, being like, "You know that Bernie Sanders looks like Marvin Levin." We <laughs> really got her going. Um, I, uh, Halloween happened like a week ago, and I was a juggalo for Halloween. Um, which my parent, my mom called me, and she was like, "Hey, what are you being for Halloween?" I said, "I'm going to be a juggalo." She said, "What is that?" Imagine trying to explain what a juggalo is to a parent because there's no level of it that they are gonna get. Like, oh, mom, you know the insane clown po- posse? Of course she doesn't know the insane <laughs> clown posse. So I settled with that. I was like, mom, imagine if deadheads did meth. That was my description. Okay. <laughs> you can't see on the podcast, but I got a lot of snaps. It's a <laughs> That's what I said. Uh, every I used to really be into the the sexy costume thing. One year I was a uh, slutty Yoda, <laughs> yeah. and I really really thought I looked good. Painted myself green, walked out of my apartment. Two guys said, "Yo, what are you, Shrek?" <laughs> one guy was like yo are you the Hulk I was like I have a lightsaber (laughs) (laughs) and one guy was like hey are you a doctor and I was like if I fucking look like your doctor get a new doctor (laughs) 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 another year Another year I was a slutty Helen Keller. <laughs> uh, just uh, wore a see-through high neck shirt and dark sunglasses and kind of grabbed at people for the whole night. <laughs> a so, costume. Uh, another year I really, uh, I was trying to think of something that was like sexy, you know, like outside the box. Um, so one is the sexiest thing I could think of. I went as Mike Tyson. And I just put his face tattoo on my face, and I wore boxing gloves. It was a pretty big hit party <laughs> I went to. And uh, uh, at the time, I was working at an electronics store where we helped disabled people learn how to use their computers. <laughs> and I was escorting a blind woman to a taxi. She said, Oh, did you dress up for Halloween last night? I said, Yes, I was Mike Tyson. She said, Oh, did you do blackface? And immediately my brain exploded because I was like, what do blind people think blackface is? <laughs> Question number one. Question number two How was she 100% sure that I was not black? You guys, <laughs> she's blind. Like that's <laughs> Every time everyone's like, it's fucking obvious, I'm like, not if you're blind. <laughs> not if you're blind uh this uh another year um this is why halloween important to me i have a lot of memories about halloween Halloween. this past halloween was actually the 10-year anniversary of the first time i ever gave a blowjob thank you for applauding <laughs> thank you for the standing ovation <laughs> thank you uh, what I learned from that experience is when your high school boyfriend texts you, hey, my parents aren't home, come over, we're gonna go trick or treating, you're not gonna go trick or treating. <laughs> you will do some unspeakable things dressed as Tom's the Tank, though. That will, <laughs> that will happen. Here's my first real boyfriend, uh, first guy I ever loved, first heartbreak, pretty sad. And I don't wanna upset the men in the room, but I have to tell you, if someone's broken your heart, Nothing feels better than watching him go bald on social media. <laughs> Checking every now and then. I'm like, you really are wearing more hats. <laughs> uh, I am. Um, I know. I've been watching a lot of cooking shows. Anybody else? <laughs> it's always only me. Um, I feel like the only place where it's okay to be racist still is cooking shows. Like when they bring out a chef, they'll be like, this is Chef John and he's from China and they'll bang a gong as he walks out. <laughs> <laughs> and like, if it was just The Bachelor and they're like, this is a contestant, his name is John, he's from China, and they banged a gong, everyone would complain. Like it would be, <laughs> but it's like, it's also like funny cause it's all stereotypes that are so old, like they'll be like, this is like Chef Jeff, is that a, how oh, obvious is it that I just made up that name? <laughs> this is Chef Jeff. He is, his family's Italian, and they'll do like da 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 da. And I'm like, it's not 1952. It's like I don't know, Sopranos. Did it? What do they do on that? What's that song? Got yourself a gun. Do you guys know what I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, you know about that. Well, no, I'm so I'm aware of it. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Andrew, do you know where Gorman is? Oh, it's up there on the five. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's all up there on the five. It's all, You <laughs> <just> <laughs> on, You drive through the shit smell. That's what yeah. I mean,
4: from me, I've all the things in the middle are terrible.
0: It's awful. Yeah, no. I mean, not the <laughs> general but. <laughs> you're gonna get so much hate now. No, do you have a physical address that you guys list? Uh, no. What's your address? Um. You want to just say it into the mic? Eleven sixty-nine? 911 69? Avenue. Beth. I just, my only experience with Gorman is there was a security guard at the park where I grew up who became bros with my brother and he commuted from Gorman. And one time my brother and I were driving past and he looked in the window and he went, oh shit, that's your sister. I thought it was your girl dude. Didn't even make eye contact with it. <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't even look, I wouldn't do that to you. And I was like, John, his name really was John, I have used that name twice in this. That wasn't fictional. <sighs> you guys. If anyone out there wants to rent a living room for five hundred dollars, <laughs> I'm really trying to get out of a lease, um, and you have to have like kind of good credit. So I know that's a weird window of people who want to live in a living room but have good credit. <laughs> but if you could just uh, contact the makers of this podcast if you're interested, that would be great. Thank you. Yeah. Well,
4: guys, keep it going, guys. Yeah. <laughs> keep it fudging going, guys. Keep the energy going. Energy's important. Did <laughs> 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 you know what Would you say it's not important? Energy? if energy is irrelevant. <laughs> Show me that measuring of energy on a scale that I will agree with you about. Right, well, otherwise, this. Is- we'll get to that. Please. This is Conspiracy Corner. I'm Eddie Buckler. Um, I'm here with uh, Glenn Stefani. Dr. Glenn Stefani. <laughs> all right, all right. It's man. <laughs> the energy you're putting out, bro, it's
1: intense. I didn't go to
4: doctoring school for
2: 12 years to be called Glenn.
4: Respect, man. It's my dog's Uh, (laughs) name. Dodger school's tough. My boy Chalmers, he tried to go through that. Man, I hear it's the real deal. Now, we're going to get into it. We're going to get, you know, kind of the doctory, like, science perspective and so forth. But what we really need to get to the bottom of here is, I don't know if you guys have read, these elections, there's a lot of talk about votes fraud. Now, Dr. Glenn, maybe you can weigh in. Have you heard about the impending fraud of actual reptiles voting in the elections? No. You haven't heard of it? or No, I have
2: not heard of this. <laughs> this is another one of your marijuana-infused
4: hazes. <laughs> so that does bring me to another point. Marijuana oh. is Legal in yeah. California, yeah. you guys. Oh yeah. Many medical uses. <laughs> Many medical uses. Are, you, are you down with that? Well, I have a small garden. <laughs> uh, I, uh, I also have like, a little bit of herb <laughs> I mean, from time to time. It's nice. All right, all right dude. I'm okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, do, you, do you prescribe some of those? You know. Well, I would not uh, feel comfortable. All right, for sure, for sure. Now, well, so you're a doc. What uh, type of like doctoring do you do? I'm a licensed psychologist. Oh yeah. <laughs> Why? Why do you got scrubs on? <laughs> what? All doctors can wear scrubs. <laughs> <laughs>
2: it's outfit, is it not? Yeah, it feels very right? comfortable to me, and I although uh, my bulge is slightly. Askewler, I have to cut. For sure.
1: To let
2: be free, man. Yeah. I appreciate that. Cool, Glenn.
1: <laughs>
4: <laughs> 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 uh, my apologies. <laughs> i sensitive. You're a pretty chill guy, Glenn. I took you for more of a kind of square, but you, you know, you're rocking the bulge, you got the... Oh, I'm a real rock and roller out here. a <laughs> real superstar. Nice joke. Chill, chill. <laughs> so, Glenn, can you weigh in on the whole scandal with the lizards, though? Lizards? They say that some of the votes that were cast in on the most recent election were cast by lizards. But you're, you're telling me <laughs> that by the lizards... Like iguanas, iguanas, dude. <laughs> what, is, what is this based on? What is your evidence? My boy Chalmers, he has an iguana, and that thing is fudging gnarly, dude. Like, it'll run at you, it'll bite you. The things are smart, and the powers that be, they're, I don't really know the math on it, but they're like, of course you are communicating to the iguanas. And, and you're, you're clinically retarded. <laughs> I, <laughs> I am a doctor, I can say that. You are a doctor. Glenn <laughs> Stefani, guys, thank you for being here at the Conspiracy Corner. Glenn, um, uh, just if we could run through um, just where you see sort of the world going. I am not here to predict the future, sir. They don't
2: teach you that in doctoring school at all? Or they do they not teach do us predicting the future. They teach us the scientific
4: method, sir. Well, that sounds kind of like a bummer, dude, I think. Mean, <laughs> <laughs> but thank you for being here. Glenn Stefani, you guys. Wow. <laughs> Dr. <Doctor> Glenn Stefani. <laughs> it's possible. We're keeping it going doing, guys, stage. Very funny dude. Give <laughs> it up for him. Keep energy going. Chris Estrada. Yeah.
6: How's it going, everyone? Hope everybody's doing all right, guys. Uh, I uh, even though I'm a young Latino guy, you know, I feel like I can relate to a lot of black men in this country. You know, because anytime a black dude's pulled over in this country by the cops, he's scared that that cop might shoot him. You know, that's the fucked up reality we live in. That's the fucked up reality they live in. And I can relate to that fear. I know what that fear is like. Because anytime I use big words around my other Latino friends, I'm scared they're going to punch me in the chest. <laughs> I don't know if you guys know this, but there's two things that young Latino guys of my generation hate. One is not having the option to live with your parents until you're 37. <laughs> and two is people who use big ass words. <laughs> don't showboat on me or my fucking friends. Was your extended vocabulary. Don't do that shit. I learned this the hard way. I learned it myself too. I remember about a year ago I went to go watch a movie with my friend Jose, and when we left the movie theater, he was like, Hey, what did you think of that movie? And I responded with, Man, I thought that movie was captivating. (laughs) And he said, Captivating? What are you? A fucking astronaut? (laughs) he He didn't go. He didn't go college professor. He went straight to the solar system. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you know, it's not that uh, I come to think about. it, It's not that like young Latino guys hate big words. We're not scared of big words, even though for a lot of us, English is our second language. I think the real problem is, is that we're scared of losing our friends, you know, we're just scared of losing our friends, because anytime you see people talk a certain way, they hang out with those kind of people, and I know that to be true, because we used to have a friend named Juan, and as soon as that fool learned how to use the word rambunctious, we've never seen him again. <laughs> <laughs> He's gone from our lives. And out with people who know how to spell rambunctious, know how to properly use it in a sentence. Last we heard is that he's a Scrabble champion in Connecticut. <laughs> that's the thing we ever heard? Had another friend. Uh, that was this friend that's going through a breakup right now and he's incredibly sad all the time. Can't stop thinking about his ex-girlfriend. And he asked me for some advice. He asked me to suggest him like a book or a hobby so he can get his mind off of his ex-girlfriend. And he got mad at me because I said nothing. I said don't do shit. Just cry all the time. That's how. That's how you deal with the breakup. That's how you properly deal with it, by crying all the time. Cry at work. Cry in your car. Don't cry in front of me though, because I'll make fun of you. (laughs) But cry all the time, you know? Because anytime you don't cry and you don't let your emotions out and you bury them deep inside, all you end up doing is wasting your time on useless things and you never, never you never really get over the problem. And I know that because uh, in the fall of 2009, after a breakup, I was so heartbroken that I preoccupied my time by trying to solve the Black Dahlia murder. <laughs> you know, I don't know if you guys, for those of you that don't know this, <laughs> don't know this. Uh, the Black Dahlia murder was a murder committed in 1947 in Los Angeles. Uh, <laughs> over 60 people admitted to it, and to this day the LAPD hasn't solved it. I don't even know how to pay a parking ticket online, but I was so <laughs> sad that I thought I could solve this whole. case. How sad I was. So someone told me that any time a woman gets out of a relationship, a lot of women like to change their hairstyle, like get a different haircut or color their hair after a breakup. I like to do something similar. Uh, Anytime I get dumped, I like to solve unsolved murders. It's almost the same thing, you know. Anytime anytime there's a void in my heart, I go to a murder scene and I take out my big-ass magnifying (laughs) (laughs) glass. (laughs) <laughs> so, <laughs> the fingerprints. That's what so, <laughs> <have> he is. Fingerprints. <laughs> <laughs> I convinced myself so much that I was going to solve the Black Dahlia murder that I even like to fantasize that my girlfriend, my ex-girlfriend, was going to pick up the newspaper and the headline was going to say, Local Latino Man (laughs) uh, Solves Decades-Old Murder, you know. I was convinced. And that's when I realized, like, oh, it was never about that beautiful angel, the Black Dahlia, you know. It was was never about her, that poor woman. It was always about my ex-girlfriend, Araceli, also known as the brown Dahlia with the fat ass. <laughs> speaking about my ex-girlfriends all i'm all of my ex-girlfriends uh i'm pretty sure if they could sum me up in one word it's paranoid uh i gotta admit that you know thinking about it now I, i'm always paranoid when it comes to my girlfriends and what they're doing behind my back uh, they say i have crazy trust issues because i Anytime I saw an ex girlfriend texting away on her phone in the corner, the first thought that came into my head was, "Oh shit, this bitch is setting me up for a robbery." <laughs> That's the first thought that came into my head. You know? I'm paranoid of being robbed. That's what it is. I, every rela- every relationship I've ever been in, when it, been in went south the minute we went to an ATM and I was like, Can "You stay 15 feet away from me." <laughs> Why well, typed in my pin like this? <laughs> Like, looking over the I'm really not scared of being cheated on you know cheating on the, like getting cheated on doesn't bother me because I've been you know like I've been cheated on once but I've been robbed 11 times you know like, so, yeah. after you've been robbed 11 after you've been robbed 9 times and that ninth time with your cousin yeah you're going to start doubting people in your life you know? <laughs> that's going to end up happening As, uh, I uh I it's crazy because my girlfriend the other day we were driving and she likes to share random memories with me and the other day she was like, Hey, uh, remember when we were friends before we started dating? Do you remember that? I go, No, I don't remember that. And she was like, what? Why don't you remember that? We were friends. I go, because I was never your fucking friend. I remember that. I'll tell you what I do remember. I remember you being my real friend and me pretending to be your friend until you saw me in a different light. <laughs> I, I, I don't. I. I honestly don't believe in male-female friendships. I think they're for fucking nerds. You know. For nerds. I don't think of that shit. So there's only three types of male friends to females. One is the truest male friend, which is the gay friend. You know. There's no truer friend to a female than a gay. Guy. And then uh, two is. Uh, that really awkward guy who's too scared to tell her that he likes her so he goes to bars with her and then just acts really awkward when she starts talking to other guys and then they drive back together and she was like wait you weren't mad or anything and you were like no 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 we're just friends that fucking coward uh, <laughs> and then uh, the three is the fake ass friend which is me which usually thinks about man if this bitch doesn't start dating me in six months we're not gonna be friends anymore <laughs> That's me, that's who I am, you know? And I, I said that the other day and this guy got mad at me and he was like, oh, you don't think, uh, he was like, you don't think male and females can be friends? He goes, well, I'll let you know, uh, my wife's my best friend and I get to have sex with her. And I was like, well, well congratulations, you just made sex sound corny. That's amazing. And he was like, oh, you wouldn't like to have sex with your best friend. That's something that doesn't interest you. I'm like, no, that sounds disgusting. I don't want to have sex with my best friend. Because my best friend is a 30-year-old Mexican guy named Anselmo. (laughs) That does construction. You know? I don't want to have sex with him. That's disgusting. (laughs) And not because gay sex is disgusting. It's because he has dirty-ass fingernails. (laughs) And he's constantly asking me to borrow $20. (laughs) Imagine having sex with your best friend, and then after it's all done, he's like, Hey, well, can I borrow $20? I swear to God, I'll get you back. (laughs) It's not a person I want to have sex with. Speaking of my best friend, Anselmo, uh, I remember being at his wedding a few years ago and uh, he was, I was the best man at his wedding and I remember being at the altar and he started reading his vows and he said, uh, not only are you my wife now, you're also my best friend. He said this to his wife, to his future wife at the altar. And I stood there thinking to myself, damn dog, this is awkward, this is how you choose to tell me I'm not your best friend anymore? <laughs> There's 300 people here. My parents are here, I fucking rented a tuxedo. <laughs> Weird, horrible. Leave uh, you guys on this last thing. Uh, I, uh, in regards to the election, uh, I never cry. I've never, per- I haven't cried in five years. I, I, personally find crying a point of weakness in, in any sort of human being. Uh, you know, I think anybody, I think really anybody should stop crying after the age of five. If you, if you're crying and you're six, it's because you're a fucking bitch and you haven't done. <laughs> you a fucking coward, you know, and you're not ready for what life throws at you. But, you know, last year, uh, last night, I was just watching the Bulls, and I just started crying, and it just came out of me, and, I, you know, I've seen four people get shot in front of me. Uh, two of those people got shot in the ass, they're still alive.
1: <laughs>
6: yeah, I went to a, I went to high school with a guy named Big Thumper, that's what they called him, he got shot in the ass in front of me. <laughs> Amazing, amazing, and it was the polls that made me cry. Yeah. All right, thanks a lot, guys. Yeah.
4: at Glendale Community College uh, that we do. Um, Jean-Jacques Rousseau said in his uh, <coughs> Social Contract, uh, he illustrated the importance
2: of freedom. I'm
4: sitting here uh, with a, uh, a, ch- a champion of freedom. Uh, enterprise is an important part of freedom. Mel, owner of Mel's Diner. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's a friend. Uh, it's an honor and it's a privilege. You know, uh, as as it is for I. I've shared the stage with uh, the likes of uh, Shelly Winters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Yes? Yeah. You know, Ben uh, Marshall used to come into the restaurant just to take a shit. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, you know, uh, you know, Donnie knows Donna. You right guys. <laughs> I can tell a lot of you uh, have some potential, and uh, you know, uh, Mel's diner, as you know, it's where a star can be a star. So
1: <laughs>
2: you know, we got some of the uh, scientists that come at the observatory. Uh, and they got a little joke. They say, uh, you know, Mel, uh, we see more stars in the restaurant than we do up there at the. Oh uh, man. Uh, man. Yeah, you know that day I remember she comes in, she's got to take a big dump. <laughs> Penny Marshall? Yeah, 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 Penny Marshall. She comes in. Uh, and of course, Don Rickles is there all the time. <laughs> and she's coming yeah, out to take a shit. And Don Rickles comes out of the back and he starts giving the shit. <laughs> Yeah, he's like a, a true professional. He's a, he's a good man. A very good man. And now, if I could d- just comprehend this. what I have to Martin. say, uh, that's just another night at Mel's Diner. <laughs> I, mean, that's just, I don't want you guys to think like that so well that's a special occasion. You know, uh, that's every night. You know, something crazy goes down. <laughs> so, another night at Mel's Diner. Oh, yeah. Penny Marshall taking a shit. <laughs> Don Riggles giving her shit? Oh, yeah. As she's taking a shit. Oh yeah, Uh, uh taking taking it up the hoo
1: ha. And of course, uh, you
4: know, uh, uh, he, he couldn't keep his mouth shut about that. Well, <laughs> and, uh, well yeah. don't let the uh, restaurant inspectors know about that. Yeah, let's keep it under the deal. Seriously, it's a business.
2: And we have run girls. Out of those numbers, I will say the, the girls and Well, days? you know, we try to do a nice thing. You know, we try to do a nice thing. You know, we see a man, he's uh, maybe he's having a hard time. You know, uh, as you know, uh, in
1: 1992, my wife
2: died. <laughs> <laughs> it, was a, it was a hard time. You know, uh, time, the third time. We decided we was gonna start, uh, you know, to to having to, you know, kind of expand the business a little bit. And uh, one of the guys, he, you know, he, he perks up, you know, and he said, "Now we're probably in a room about uh, probably about uh, one and a half uh, times the size of this room, <laughs> <laughs> uh, with the orange walls." And the uh, light. <laughs>
4: What, what, what was I talking about? <laughs> I'm not quite sure. <laughs> Three-quarter, three-and-a-half times this
2: size a room and a yeah, of room. Yeah, get that. sometimes I get distracted by the size of rooms. <laughs> 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 Always an eye for the ambiance, I have well, to say, yeah, though. You know, you got to keep an eye on the ambiance. But what, what I was saying was, <laughs> you know, in 1992, my wife died. <laughs> Sorry to I I appreciate it. Uh and the only uh, uh lovable woman I could pick was for money. And uh, the eggs weren't pushing, you know.
1: <laughs>
2: so we started running girls out of those nine. You know like, what are you gonna do? But we made it, you know, and you gotta you know, as a, the celebs they really like that stuff, you know, and uh, uh they come in but uh, you know sometimes they hit the girls, you know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, uh, remember one time I, I heard that. one time Desi as he's coming to the restaurant. He's getting a little rough with one of the redheads. <laughs> <laughs> and I come and say, take it easy. he's going got a blue on a head. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. oh, <man. laughs> Then Don Rickles comes out of the back wearing nothing but a bow tie. <laughs> <laughs> and he
2: starts giving him the healthiest kind of shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you know, that's just a uh, it's just another night of Mel's dining. You know? Another uh, night of Mel's a time. A place where the star can be a stuff, you know, where you can <laughs> put your cigarette out on your, your waitress from time to time. If <laughs> <laughs> she deserves
4: always an it. I appreciate you being here, Mel. I understand you have uh, you
2: had a, you said you had a special you wanted to talk about. Oh, uh... I uh, the uh, get the eggs. They're great. Eggs, $3.95 uh, for the eggs. These are great eggs. So the famous chicken actually lays the eggs. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, a great deal. And we'll have the chicken that pecked the egg open for an extra fifty
4: dollars. Uh, you heard it, eat the eggs, uh, come down and see the, the famous chicken. Come on down. Come on down. Mel, <laughs> can we find you there? Can we see you
2: there most times? Oh yeah, i uh, you'll see me uh, from time to time. I may be uh, you know, uh, <laughs> wax and poetic, you know, somewhere in one of the uh, boots or something, you know. Uh, you know, I gotta hang out with her as often as I can and uh, you know, sometimes uh uh Cloris Leachman comes in there and uh, she's oh, she's just great. Great right pair of legs, she used to have. <laughs> <laughs> used to have. Uh, you know, she likes to do a little nose candy from time to time. <laughs> <laughs> <A> restaurant, <laughs> way,
4: or restaurant, dude. Or It's Mel's time you know? If you can't do it at Mel's time, what are you going to do? It. Nowhere. Exactly. Nowhere. Mel, no, thank you for being here. Uh, any, any last bits of... Uh, Anecdotes you'd like to impart the crowd with here. Before George
2: Burns took his last breath. <laughs> 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 he used to come in the restaurant, you know. And he always smoke a cigar, you know. I see a guy smoking a cigar, you know. It's George Burns, right? And I see some people over there, they start snickering, you know, they go, I oh, can't be smoking a cigar indoors. And other people, they hear, they go, like, oh, that makes sense. He's indoors, he can't smoke a cigar indoors. That's George Burns, you know? And you go in Mel's, You see George Burns. What's the first thing someone's going to ask you? you know? Was he smoking a cigar? And are you going to say? Oh, no, George Burns wasn't smoking a cigar? Smoke him if you got him. Wouldn't life be a little bit better if we all smoked smoke cigar indoors? I think so. I think <laughs> keep it one hundred. <laughs> Keep it 100.
7: Mel, Mel's tired. Give the hands.
4: Give the hands. Don't forget to give the hands. Guys, we're keeping it 100. And we're keeping it going. Guys, come and stage, A very funny comedian here. Give it up for him. Make some noise. clap it up. Brian Simpson.
3: How many uh, comics has it been? Four. Mm-hmm. Yes, four. Four. Am I fourth four. or 5th Four. Fourth. You're fourth. Four. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that funny, Tom? Because it's so
1: random. Yeah.
3: I just like to know where I stand. <laughs> uh, everybody's heard about the election stuff. God, that shit's so fucking weird to me. I don't even know if I have a sense of humor today. It, you know what? You know what the legend taught me is like: for every ounce of white guilt, there's a pound of white rage. <laughs> you know, that's what that shit is. Fucking just white. Ah. <laughs> Like I, 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 it, like this, this is fucking America right here. Like I realize, uh, America has the same relationship with black people that cashiers have with pennies. You know, like legally they have to accept us everywhere, but nobody wants you to show up with too many.
1: All <laughs> <laughs>
3: right. You're like, no, no, I don't have any problems with pennies. Some of my best change is pennies. Huh? It's <laughs> more comfortable around dollars. <laughs> so this this shit this actually this happened to me. This was before the election, but it was a weird. I was running late for work and I called an Uber, right? And uh, and when I went to get in the car, the driver was like, "Oh shit!" and fucking pulled off. Like she was terrified, and she got to the end of my block and like back, you know back back up and she, and she said, "I'm so sorry." You never know who'll try to get in your car around here. It's like, no, bitch, that's exactly what Uber is. Like, <laughs> exactly who's going to try to get in your car? You just racist. <laughs> you know what I mean? See, the, 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 that's the, that's the problem with racism. Is is so many white people think that a racist is a bad person, and since they're not a bad person, that they can't be doing racist shit. And that's not true. You don't have to be, she doesn't the bad background. I'm sure she doesn't hate black people, but like her reflexive reaction to a nigga trying to get in her car was to pull the fuck off, even <laughs> though she was specifically there to get me. You know what I mean? And then on the way to work, so I, you know, the best thing to do would have been to just part ways, but I was running late, so I had to stay in the Uber. And she was listening to like <laughs> uncle and Oates or some shit. When I got in the car and she changed it to the rap station, she changed it to Power One Hundred Six to appease me. You know what I mean with fucking Drake or whatever was playing, and that just made it work. And and and, and to be honest with you, like I still gave her three stars. I mean, her driving was excellent. I <laughs> I took one star off for the racism. And I took another star off because she was a black woman, and I didn't. Understand that Uncle <laughs> 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 time shit, you know. What do you call a black? Is it Aunt Tamika? I don't know. <laughs> 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 that, that was not. That's my That's my current situation. Like I'm just. I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid because Trump is president. But I just don't. It's like everything is wrong. All the polls was wrong. All the pundits was wrong. All the uh, and all and all the fucking bigots were right. That's the scary shit. Is like that's all of us. We we are fucking dumb. Like he's the face of us. You know. And I don't know like how much chicken is gonna cost. Like are we still? <laughs> Deals. I don't know what. I don't know what he's gonna do. He he. And his he his hundred point plan for the country is his first hundred day plan is up on the internet. You can go fucking see it. He's gonna do all that shit he said. Or he's gonna try. I mean, he's gonna. I don't think he's actually gonna build the wall, but he's gonna fucking do something. Like maybe like hire a wall builder. You know, like keep up appearances. <laughs> yeah. His number one thing, or maybe it was like number three, was like get rid of two million immigrants. How, how do you even fucking do that? That's like Gestapo shit. You gonna go door to door, fucking how are you gonna get rid of two million people? Uh, I, I don't know. I guess I should have jokes about it. <laughs> but it's just it's just fucking disturbing. And half of you niggas didn't even vote. <laughs> did you? Who in here voted? <laughs> Liars. Let me see. Everybody? Not you, sir. Okay, at least you were honest. Oh, you didn't vote him? Okay. Uh... Alright, well he's crazy. He... <laughs> 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 yes, <it's> like... <laughs> no, because like it's like this is this is what makes me so disappointed in our in this generation is because it's all this fucking slacktivism, you know? It listen, there there are 14.6 billion people in Los Angeles. This is the stats I heard yesterday. of day. Five million are registered to vote, 500,000 ballots were cast. <laughs> out of 14 million people. So, you know, if half the motherfuckers that was tweeting fuck Trump went out and voted, I don't know, it would've been the same, probably. <laughs> he would've just, Hillary would've just won California, more help than the Son. <laughs> Yeah, but we got weed, niggas, we got weed. <laughs> the, the, oh, it's the other shit that was on the ballot. So porn stars don't have to wear condoms now. <laughs> uh, the death penalty is now faster. Somehow we voted to keep the death penalty and now it's worse. <laughs> so, uh, you know, you didn't vote, you got some people in the prison industrial complex, like you just fucked them over because they're gonna die sooner. Now you only get, you get two appeals, and that's it. And then they kill you. So, you know, even if it's new evidence, you don't get another appeal, nigga. Your first appeal goes straight to the Superior Court of California, and then your second appeal, you die. Oh, I mean, they don't kill you at the appeal, but. <laughs> 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 they might, they, I don't know how. <laughs> gonna work shit, doggy. He... Damn, it's, the racial tensions are gonna be high as fuck, bruh. High as fuck. Now, I feel like now is the time to get you a white girl because it's you can buy low and sell high. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. I, got, I got me one, though, wholesale.
3: <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Cause uh, Trump is just the backlash from he's just the backlash from Obama. You know what I mean? because th- this is th- this is the worst generation for racism because these motherfuckers are so far removed from all the evil shit that was. D- you know what I mean? It's like I was talking about something side, but it's like imagine if you found out the the house that your family owns was actually stolen from his family. But it was your great great grandfather that did it, and he wanted he wanted to live in the attic. Now you would be like, "No, nigga, this is my house. I didn't steal it. <laughs> that's white people in America. Like, no, I didn't steal it. Yeah, it was stolen, probably. <laughs> but I didn't do nothing wrong. That's how white people feel, and so that's why we that's why we have Trump. You know, what I'm saying the same people that voted Obama and voted Trump. Because the thing is, the niggas that voted for Obama, the white people that voted for Obama was like, they thought that vote meant, okay, people gonna stop saying I'm racist and privileged. I'm gonna vote for this nigga, get him in office. I'm gonna wear that pin I voted for Obama, and now people gonna stop saying that we are racist. But it didn't happen that way. People kept going, these niggas are racist. Now y'all homophobic too. And it's that backlash. They're like, I'm tired of that. I work for a living. I don't wanna have privileges. I'm gonna fucking show you. And now we got the fucking orange demon in there. <laughs> yeah, y'all, y'all fucking deserve it, man. Because some of y'all don't realize like the implications of this. The, he, man, pussies are gonna get hairy again. He's bringing America back. To <laughs> 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 yeah. before it was sexy, man. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't mind a little stubble. A little stubble? You a stubble guy? You a, design, you, you a design guy? Oh, bald? What are you, a fucking pedophile? <laughs> bald is kind of weird, huh? Is it, okay, I'm older than y'all, though. You know what I mean? How old are you, sir? 28. 28? Oh,
1: that's, oh, that's not that much. <laughs> <laughs> You're the youngest person in here, right?
4: No. <laughs> how, do you, how do you know? You, you don't know everybody's age?
3: Oh really? You're older than him. Yeah. How old are you? Thirty-two. Oh damn! What? <laughs> damn! One of y'all is on some drugs that I have never no, got to do. <laughs> he, you're the youngest person in here, man. I. Uh, you seem enthused about. Oh, that's Logan. You ain't young. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I didn't mean you're old. Okay. First. Uh, Oh yeah, she's never gonna forgive me. Okay. So move on. Um what are you, how about you? Twenty-four. Twenty-four. Okay. My point is, do you do you like bald pussies is what I'm trying to get at. Yeah, they're they're alright. They're alright? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not I'm not picky. You're not a connoisseur? Oh you what are you desperate? What do you mean not picky? I, I don't wanna talk about it. Man. Okay. <laughs> wow. See that kind of apathy is what got trumpeted. Like. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't know where you stand on, push the hair levels. How do you know where you stand on? Alright guys, I'm Brian Simpson. Thank y'all for <laughs> Keep it up to Brian Simpson. Brian
4: Simpson, keep it going for him, guys. Yep. Guys, this isn't a character, just the cast, man. Are you guys feeling free? Yeah? That's a lot of freedom. Alright, guys. You ready for your last comic of the night, guys? Yeah. Very funny, guys. Team on Comedy Central, Conan, guys. That's for Ahmed Barucha. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for ripping and skipping. Oh, yeah. You guys, nobody tell me the results because I DDR'd it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> really excited. It's almost like no one. Any attention to all my Facebook posts. Like I feel like I had no reflection on the results. Makes no sense. I, you know, I'm, I'm not happy about it. Uh, but it sucks. Uh, I, I'm really torn because I don't want Donald Trump to ruin the country, but if he doesn't ruin the country, we're going to look really stupid. <laughs> No, he's gonna blow up the world, and he doesn't. We're like, ah, oh, he could've. <laughs> he could've blown it up. Like if he just does great, we're gonna we're gonna look so fucking stupid. <laughs> no, he was great. He fixed all the problems. <laughs> Why are you guys whining? <laughs> like, no, he was all the racist stuff. That was just to get elected. <laughs> he straightened up. <laughs> he just like looked all sad. <laughs> he looked sad about it. He didn't look happy in his acceptance speech. He was just like, eh, hey, all right. All right come on. <laughs> Let's get over with. Hopefully, you know, they, they'll do something to him. I don't know. They'll make him a puppet. <laughs> bad stuff's always going to happen, guys. It's always going to happen, right? Hopefully. Bad stuff's always going to happen, right? <laughs> Is that true? <laughs> I, uh, I started watching Walking Dead today, which was a great. Decision. <laughs> okay. I recommend it. If you haven't seen it, it's a great way to prep for this presidency. Because they're just watching it and you're like, oh, this, this doesn't look so bad. <laughs> they have a relationship still. They're doing okay. The world's falling apart. Everyone hates refugees or is scared of refugees now. Refugees and clowns. It seems like those are the two, <laughs> the two scariest things. It's sad. A refugee is like the most like vulnerable human condition. Like you can't even a homeless person has a country. Like my dad was a refugee when he was 16. He escaped from Burma to Pakistan, which really says a lot about Burma. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, we got to get to a more stable country like Pakistan. <laughs> <laughs> Things are getting a little hairy here in Burma. Everyone's afraid. That's how they're going to send refugees through. The immigration like that that's the least effective way to a country is the refugee process it's not it's like online dating means like the DMV was camping that's not good that's a waste of a terrorist if you're gonna train a terrorist to take down the number one power in the world you're not gonna just send him on a raft and hope that he wins the lottery this is a waste like I feel like and Everyone, like Trump, and everyone's just like, oh, how are you going to vet these guys? You're not going to be able to vet these guys. It's like, uh, check their Facebook, <laughs> duh. <laughs> like, we live in a time where like, everyone's just posting all their emotions online for the last like 10 years. Like, you know, if they have like one profile picture and they're only friends with hot girls, put them in the baby pile. <laughs> 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 you know, if they want like, to change their Facebook flag to some France thing or something, let well, in. <laughs> but like, you know, I'm not saying just let anyone in, like I understand the fear of letting strangers just in your country, but that's not happening, you know, like, people have to go through like the longest process, people are dying, it sucks, it's sad. But like, you know, like if you, someone just showed up on your lawn, just hurt on the ground, you're not just going to like close your door and like keep watching Netflix, like you're going to at least open the door and just be like, are you okay? <laughs> yeah. Do you have Facebook? <laughs> like check on them. Uh, so yeah you guys already think that uh, <laughs> no point in telling you guys that you guys all voted for Trump right <laughs> that's like the problem too it's like, it's like we're not talking to anyone who voted for Trump we're just like all the Facebook posts like yeah this is awful and Everyone's like I know just, none of us are friends with any Trump people we're not reaching anyone I know a few Trump people, and they're not the devil, which is, that's what's scary about it. They're just like, nah, it's fine. You're like, no, it's not fine. You're like, I, I don't know. Hillary's got bad emails. Someone said that. They're like, I don't know, that email thing. He's like, they, they stopped. They said it was nothing. I mean, you know, she was an awful politician, too, but he's scary as fuck. That's the thing, is, he is a new breed of just like, eh, fuck. I, although I was surprised, I felt like his, like, sex and speeches and be like, Yeah, fuck you Mexicans! <laughs> 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 I'm gonna build that wall! I feel like someone talked to him, or like, they just, like, took him into the real president room and like, Alright, you can't keep saying that, and he's just like, Alright, I want to be everyone's president, I'm sorry.
1: <laughs>
4: <laughs> I'll be good now. I'll be good. <sighs> is he gonna be good? It was funny to watch all the, like, CNN, I was watching... CNN, which CNN sucks, but it has the best graphics, so I <laughs> 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 it. Really does. It just <laughs> it has a graphics game on point. <laughs> it was fun to watch them just like as the night went on, just go, oh <laughs> no, this is, oh fuck. <laughs> it like, was like uh, but then it was sad to watch them like quickly go like Trump has spoken for the people. I'm like no, no. Oh. Uh, he did though, but but also like it was just inevitable, like it's just history. Like there's almost never three terms for party. So he was going to do it anywhere. Uh, getting fat, getting fat. Get fat. <laughs> 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 Trying to lose weight, and by that I mean I had a salad a couple days ago. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't work. I gave up. Uh. I'm just trying to not. I'm trying to lose weight so I don't have to buy new clothes. It's like the saddest part about being fat is like buying fat clothes. <laughs> it's like committing to me. It's like signing a fat contract. It's like, hey, this is me now, I guess, for the next couple of years. You don't want to buy like a good fat pants. You got to buy like shitty fat pants so that you are motivated to lose the weight. Uh, what else was that? I I feel like Republicans they really hate extremist Muslims, but they have so much in common. Like they love guns, they hate the government, they like religion, they hate gay people. <laughs> if they just like hung out for a night, they'd be like, You're not so bad <laughs> I feel like they just Mostly because my dad's Muslim and I don't know who he voted for and I just don't want to ask him. <laughs> it's like I feel like people are confused by that. Oh, your dad's Muslim, why would you vote for Trump? because like Trump, like Republicans and Muslims do have like they're like conservative that they like they, they don't want to give the government their money because my dad was a refugee, so like the government was just taking their money. So when you when that happens when you move to this country, like white people are like, no the was are racist, but they're like, yeah, but I don't care because they're not gonna to take my money, which they still aren't going to, but they're going to tell you they're not, so that's good. Um, it's all bad. Um, am I cheering you guys up yet? <laughs> everybody happy yet? <laughs> my dad's Muslim,
1: my mom's Catholic, so I'm neither.
4: I'm not sure what I am. I don't think I'm an atheist, not because I don't think there could be nothing, but because I don't like the attitude that comes with being an atheist. Like, I feel like in life, we're all just walking on a tightrope off the skyscraper and it just fog. And no one can see beyond the fog, but everyone keeps falling off. Like, everyone you ever heard of falls off while your grandparents fell off? kid in high school fell off once. You just don't want to fall off. You're just walking along, trying not to look down. Someone's like, hey, don't worry about it. I heard. Her. When you fall, there's a net down there and it catches you and it feels really nice. You're like, oh, okay, that's good. And then atheists are like, there's no net. <laughs> there's no net. And are like, hey, stop shaking the world. <laughs> there's no net. just jagged rocks. We die in a so you are like, hey, shut up. Try not to fall here. <laughs> It's like, why do you think there's a net? It's like, no, there's probably not a in on but maybe like a pill or even more fog be yeah, Okay. It's like, just let people think there's a net. The problem isn't thinking there's a net. The problem is when you're like, we you think the net hates gay people. people <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe in the devil, mostly because he has horns. <laughs> I think that's suspect. <laughs> I was like listening to the radio, this guy was like, The devil's coming back. And he's a beast with hooves and horns and fur and a tail. He's kind of like a deer, the devil. <laughs> oh, watch out for the devil, he's hopping through the forest. <laughs> It's like so obvious the devil is just made up back when horns mattered to humans. My <laughs> horns! Fire and horns, that's scary. Like if the devil just showed up now he's like, oh shit! <laughs> Who's the devil? <laughs> trying to poke me? <laughs> he's he's like, oh, got his hoods are so clappy. <laughs> I don't know how people can believe in religion and still play, or like play the telephone games. Like, you get like twelve people in the same room, is be the same language. They can't even pass around like Todd has a turtle. <laughs> you gotta trust like like just like thousands of years, millions of people, hundreds of languages over a whole book of moral code. Like I feel like. Every religion starts out great. Religion can be great, always starts out with God saying to the first guy, he's like, hey, all I ask is that you respect other people. And then that guy always says to the next guy, hey, God said make other people respect you. <laughs> and then that guy says to the next guy, hey, God said kill people that don't respect you. And God's in heaven, he's like, give them one thing, they're doing the opposite. He's like, I'll give him a list. The list, they can't fuck it up. He gives them a list. Moses is like, Hey guys, God said, don't do these ten things. Also, don't masturbate, don't eat pork. He's like, No, I didn't say that. you are working in stone. You're etching things on the side. So he's like, Fine, I'll send on a representative. He sends Jesus down. He's like, They can't fuck it up. Jesus goes down. And he's like, Hey guys, God said, do unto others as you would have others do unto you. And everyone's like, Let's go. And then God's like, I don't know what went wrong. <laughs> that stuff. Uh, I like performing to my own point of view people. (laughs) (laughs) Am I changing any minds? Is anyone going to not vote for Donald Trump next time? Uh, Let's just all vote for him. That would be great. (laughs) It would be really funny. I just saw, like, I feel like I just saw, like, people on the street today just looking sad. It's <laughs> like, like, really affecting people. But I also have, like, this weird feeling, like, where it's like, am I overreacting? And now, again, like, then the people on the other side are just like, ah, you're just overreacting, it's not the end of the world, and then it's not going to be the end of the world. And be like, ah, oh, man, you know, it's like, it's, I don't know where to be. Uh, it's probably going to be fine. S- stuff's going to suck for a little while. It always sucks. Obama bombed people. You know, it's, it's all going to be bad. <laughs> Obama the just bomb people with a smile and we're like, oh you're so cute! <laughs> I miss that. Uh, you know, he's, I like him still. <laughs> even though he bombed my people and... Not my people, someone's people. <laughs> one of my cousin's people, maybe. Uh, I don't count. No one counts me in anything. Uh, I don't even know, like, when you go to an audition, there's not even a thing for me to put what I am. <laughs> so it's like I'm like, I don't think I'm any of these things. <laughs> Sometimes there's a other. But I don't even know if that. I don't know. I, I don't know. what I am. What do you think I am? You're you already know one. who I am, but if you don't hear my name. What am I? What do I look <laughs> like? I don't know. Does anyone? If you didn't ever hear my name, what would you say I am? Uh, just a guy. Kind of like a, yeah, just a guy. No, a white guy. <laughs> Israeli. Right. White guy. Okay. Oh, that's cool. If I get some tight pants or something. I don't know Really uh, Okay, let me leave you guys. Uh, I was on the old internet, stumbled upon some of that pornography everyone's been talking about—an accident—and I found this porn. Starts out, old guy in a bed. He was old enough, or if he was going to be involved in the porn, they'd have to warn you in the title, but they didn't. So I could watch it <laughs> <laughs> you just starts. He's an old man in the bed, and his maid walks in, dressed very inappropriately. Should have been sent home from work, (laughs) not proper work attire. Then she says the one line of dialogue that all porns have to try to set up a plot, but it just makes it more obvious how little about life the writer knows. Like she just walked in and she was like, your pills are almost ready. It's like, were are they in the oven? What's going on with those pills? Maid's don't make pills, just give them the pills, then the butler walks in, not your typical butler, spiky hair and muscles, so you know something's going down. It does, maid and butler start having sex. If you haven't seen porn, that's normal, happens that a lot. But in this porn, the whole time in the background is still the old guy in the bed just going, Help! Help me! I'm dying! Who the fuck is this for? Whose fantasy is that? Like, who gets off to the neglect of the elder? Are there people just jerking off to Life Alert commercials? Like, help my phone and I can't get up! I (laughs) can't. little jerk off joke, guys.
1: Oh, you
2: guys feel good? Oh yeah, yeah. feel great. Yeah. I just want to say thanks for coming out, guys. Uh, we really appreciate you guys, and uh, from
1: the bottom of my heart,
2: I appreciate you. Feels good. Any last words? Well, we always have the last words we oh, sign off. Gosh, on. guys, a lot of you guys would be tripping sometimes. You know what I mean? You Tripping. You ever be tripping? Sometimes. Tripping. So when you, you start tripping, you you, you got to stop tripping. You know what I mean? And you go to start double dipping. You know what I mean? Can we all say that together? Is that, is that possible? Stop tripping. start Stop double dipping? Stop tripping. tripping? start double dipping. Can you get it together? Can we do it? Can we say that okay. together, guys? All right. Stop
7: tripping.
1: start double dipping. Woo!
2: Thank you. Hit it, man. Six lines. I <laughs>